Do not try to look for shortcuts because you lack the patience and the strength to weigh things out. Impatience will only leave you desperate and miserable. Hi guys, welcome to Becoming with Crystal Matong. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you are good and are taking good care of yourself. I hope that life makes sense and that you are peaceful and that you are showing love to yourself and are gentle with yourself. So, a week or two ago, I posted a sticker on my Instagram asking what you guys would love for me to talk about and I received a handful of great suggestions. Some of the suggestions were heartwarming in a sense that they really really resonated with who I am and who the podcast is because the podcast is an entity of its own you know (laughs) so some of the suggestions were just amazing so to everyone who responded on that little sticker on my instagram thank you so much for your interaction right today though we are going to be talking about what I believe is arguably the most important part of our existence and that is our mind our headspace our mental because everything flows from our minds everything flows from our mindset our mentality our mental stance from how we approach hardships how we deal with fear how we interact with people to how we make decisions how we deal with uncomfortable conversations and uncomfortable emotions. All of those things stem from our mental space. So if such a space is so important, if such a space influences um, a huge chunk of our lives, then I believe we ought to train it to be the most powerful part of ourselves so we can conquer life. Right, as a synopsis, Um, Today we are going to be covering mental strength and mental toughness. We are going to be defining what mental strength is. We are going to be discussing the anatomy of mental toughness, uh, meaning the four C's of mental toughness. Then we are going to be talking about characteristics that make one mentally strong. We're also going to be talking about two practical ways that can help you develop mental toughness as well as the benefits of being mentally strong. Um, Through that, we're going to be talking about life and how complex it can get as well as how to rise above hardships and why it matters that we are mentally strong. So I hope that you guys enjoy this episode and... I hope that you find it valuable and that it edifies your life in some shape or form. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. All right, uh, per usual, before we get into the contents of today's episode, we are going to be doing a thought to ponder. And the thought to ponder upon this week is... Fear is never the problem. We all fear. It's what we do with that fear that matters. Where I heard this quote um, is on a show or was on a show called All American Homecoming. And um, one of the characters is going or rather is attending therapy sessions. He's not okay. <laughs> he really is not okay. But when I heard this quote, 
It made me feel so much peace. It brought me to the present moment and out of my head because it reminded me that, yes, I am anxious half of the time. I am scared sometimes and I always beat myself up for it. That why can't you just be um, still for once? Why can't you just not be anxious and panicky for once? But this quote reminded me that it does not matter that I am scared or anxious. What matters is what I do with the fear. Do I allow it to push me into stagnation or do I use it as a catalyst for my growth? So whenever you feel scared, whenever you feel nervous or anxious, remember that you hold the power. You get to choose what the fear means to you. Is that not beautiful? It is so beautiful. It's it's beautiful. It just makes my heart... It makes me feel so peaceful. So that is the thought to ponder upon this week. Alright guys, let's get into the episode. So, as I have mentioned a million times before, that your girl loves her solitude. Guys, I love being alone so much. But um, I have gotten used to my own space that having to open myself up to new people is, uh, it's scary. And (laughs) it does not help that I am socially anxious. It really doesn't because it just worsens the anxiety. And sometimes I ask myself that, do I really need to make new connections? Do I really? But then I do. (laughs) It's important. It is a necessity for human beings to socialize. I have to remind myself that every single time. But through my solitude, I get these realizations and epiphanies. And one of them is how intricate and complex life is. It is, guys. Life is so complex and there are so many facets, different dynamics and dimensions going on and it is through those dimensions and dynamics that we are required to be mentally strong because guys one thing about life life will throw curveballs at you without fail life will test you and it will surprise you and if you're not mentally strong you will crumble you you definitely will but do not worry do not stress crystal comes bearing gifts a guide to mental toughness Thank you very much. Yes. (laughs) So, what is mental strength? What is the definition? What does it mean? So, according to betterup.com, mental strength is the cognitive and emotional skill of reframing negative thoughts and adverse circumstances. Being mentally strong or mentally tough helps us resist both internal and external influences that weaken our self-confidence and well-being. So essentially, mental strength refers to your ability to recognize that in the face of challenges and adversity, you ought to be self-aware in order to efficiently evaluate yourself in relation to the circumstance at hand and ask yourself, how can I rise above this? That's the most important question that is linked to mental toughness, that how can I rise above this? So... (laughs) The more, the older I get, the more I realize how demanding life is. And 
so much is expected from me. And many of these expectations are usually self-imposed because we expect so much from ourselves and we want the best for ourselves. But with these expectations can come a lot of emotions, one of them being discouragement um, that comes with the realization that we lack the willpower and mental strength to attain even a fraction of the things that we want for ourselves. But we will get into that. We will. So I want us to put mental strength or mental toughness in context. Whether you have noticed or not, I am a huge advocate of personal development and not falling victim to complacency. I hate complacency with everything in me. It makes me sad. It makes me angry because I believe that we need to always strive to be better. You need to look for ways to become a better person. But sadly, there are people who have given up or people who think to themselves, what is the point? Why does it matter? Let me tell you why it matters. It matters because you are you. It matters because there is no one like you. It matters because no one in this world has to offer what you have to offer. It matters because you have a purpose and you need to live out your purpose. It will heal you. It will grow you. It will give you joy. But most importantly, it will give your life meaning. And I think the goal is to lead a meaningful life, a life of purpose, a life where even in the midst of hardship, you are able to find more than one reason, more than one reason to keep on going. That, that is an example of mental strength. The ability to keep on going even when discouragement is knocking at your door. The ability to stay positive even when there are a million reasons to give up. But it is also the ability to say, you know what? I have tried my best. I have put my all. I think it's time to let this go. That's what mental strength is. In order for you to develop and attain mental toughness one intrinsic thing one intrinsic requirement is meaning and purpose you need to know why you wake up in the morning there needs to be a reason a meaning behind your existence because if there isn't which there is, but if you can't find any, then it does not make sense why you will try harder, why you will push yourself to be better when it's all going to go down the drain, if there is no reason for it. So before you can even think of attaining mental strength, you need to ask yourself, why am I here? What is my purpose? It does not have to be this big, groundbreaking, divine thing. It can just start out as something small. My purpose is to make someone smile. My purpose is to make people feel better, to make people feel seen. It does not have to be this big, big, gigantic thing like ending world hunger. It really doesn't have to be that. But you need to find something worth living for. 
something that adds meaning to your life. Right. Okay. I'm trying to link my thoughts to each other so that it creates a nice flow. And yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. With every individual, there resides infinite possibilities. Right. However, just as how our internal environments can catapult us to great heights, it can also jeopardize just about anything. It's a matter of, again, how mentally strong you are. Uh, when I say internal environment, I'm speaking of your, your discipline, your sheer willpower, your self-efficacy, your insecurities, your weaknesses, your uh, limiting beliefs, and so forth. It is what exists within you, what exists in your head. These things can either catapult you or derail you. It's all a matter of how well you are able to regulate your internal environment, which is also an example of mental strength. Now, I've been giving examples of mental strength, but what characterizes it? What, what are the characteristics of mental toughness? But before we get into that, I want us to talk about the skeleton of mental toughness which is the four C's of mental toughness. The first C is control, which pertains to the extent to which you feel in control of your life and your feelings. It pertains to your confidence in navigating life and life's purpose and your life's purpose. Do you trust yourself to handle your life? Do you trust yourself to make decisions for yourself? Are you confident in your judgment? And according to psychology, wait, according to positivepsychology.com, this um, first C can be considered your self-esteem, where you have a good sense of who you are. Now, to be low on the control scale means you might feel like you have no control over your life. You have no control over what influences you or you have no control over what happens in your life, right? Because with each and every C that I'm going to share, there is um, a high scale to the C and a low scale to the C. A high scale is when you have full uh, confidence in yourself and you trust yourself to be able to control your life and your emotions but to be low on that means you feel like the events in your life um, you have no control over you have no control over them over what happens the second c is commitment to be high on the commitment scale means you are able to consistently set goals and see them through. You're able to ignore any distractions that may derail your progress. And commitment paired with control present resilience. Now, where am I getting all this information? Guys, I always do my research. If you want to read more on the four C's of mental toughness, you can go to positivepsychology.com. So, we were on commitment, yes. To be low on the commitment scale indicates that you may find it difficult to set and prioritize goals or adapt 
routines or habits indicative of success. The third C is challenge, which pertains to the extent to which you challenge yourself to be the best that you can. When you are high on the challenge scale, you approach every challenge and every hardship as an opportunity to grow and learn rather than threats. But to be low on the challenge scale means that you might see change as a threat and avoid um, any challenging situations out of fear of failure. And the last C is confidence. And according to positivepsychology.com, pertains to the extent to which you believe in your ability to be productive and capable. It is your self-belief and the belief that you can influence others. To be high on the confidence scale is to believe that you will successfully complete tasks and to take setbacks in stride while maintaining routine and even strengthening your resolve. But to be low on the confidence scale means that you do not believe or trust in yourself to solve problems or to complete any tasks or conquer any setbacks. So, Those were the four C's of mental toughness. Now let's get into the five characteristics that make one mentally strong. The first one is self-awareness. This is the core of mental toughness, I believe. Because um, finding your why, finding purpose and meaning to your life is the seed. Uh, But the core of it all is self-awareness. The core of mental toughness is self-awareness. The ability to acknowledge and understand your presence, nature, and being. Um, Self-awareness is when you are in tune with your consciousness, when you are aware of your consciousness. You're not just a body taking up space, but you are living, you are alive, and you are aware that you are alive. When you are self-aware, you are aware of your emotions, of your thinking, of your thoughts. And if you want to hear more about this, I have an episode. Um, It was episode 2, season 1. You can go listen to it. It is a very amazing episode. It's my favorite episode um, on season 1. But it's fine. It is okay. Where were we? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, when you're self-aware, you are aware of your emotions, of your thinking, of your thoughts. And not only are you aware of them, but you understand them. You understand why you feel the way you do and why you think the way you do. This level of awareness and introspection makes you familiar with your mind. Um, It makes you familiar with your headspace and it fuels your mental strength. Because... In the face of challenges and adversity, you will need to be aware of where you are in relation to the situation in order to assert mental toughness. Because you will not be able to assert mental toughness if you're not even aware of your positioning, if you're not aware of what's happening, if you're not aware of your emotions, if you're not aware of anything. The second characteristic is self-regulation. It is the ability to control yourself. And it is a crucial, crucial, crucial um, skill to have. Because you are not always going to find yourself in favorable situations. 
you will go through uncomfortable, agitating, and anxiety-inducing situations, and it'll be to your best advantage that you are able to control yourself in those in those situations. And in order to be able to self-regulate, you need to be self-aware. Because how do you expect to regulate yourself? How do you expect to regulate your emotions when you're not even aware that you are having those emotions? When you're not even aware of why you are having those emotions or why you are behaving that way to begin with? So as I said, each and every characteristic needs to be supported by self-awareness. So with self-regulation, there are two types of self-regulation. We have behavioral behavioral self-regulation and emotional self-regulation. Um, behavioral self-regulation is the ability to act in your long-term best interest consistent with your deepest values. It is what allows us to feel one way but act another. Behavioral Self-regulation allows you to do the things that are good for you even when your body does not feel like doing them. It is behavioral self-regulation that prompts discipline, consistency, and perseverance. Where, for for example, um, you know that you should be studying because it is good for you. It will bring you closer to your dream of being a lawyer. But your body just does not feel like it. You know, you don't have the energy to do it. You just want to lay in bed. It is behavioral self-regulation that actually allows you to say, you know what, yes, I don't feel like doing it, but I have to. That is behavioral self-regulation. The second type of self-regulation is emotional self-regulation, which pertains to your ability to control your emotions. And it is through emotional self-regulation where you do not allow your emotions to consume you, you are able to feel them just enough to not let them overthrow you. You're able to say, yes, I am currently angry with this person, but they need me right now so I can put it aside for now. You're able to say, I do not feel like I can attain this, but I think I just need to be well prepared. Emotional self-regulation allows you to audit your emotions and then respond effectively to them because we cannot run away from our emotions. They are a huge part of us, a huge part of life, and it is pivotal then that we are able to regulate them. The third characteristic is resilience, the ability to bounce back, the ability to rise above hardship is testament to your mental toughness really honestly resilience when you're a resilient baby you are mentally tough i don't care what other people say (laughs) right um when you experience loss any loss maybe a championship a person a dream a trade whatever it is it's hard not only emotionally but mentally because you have spent so much time into this thing and you have put so much effort only for it to crumble. It then puts a dent on your excitement. It dents your hopes and sometimes your confidence. So it takes mental strength to be able to pull yourself back from that dark hole of wallowing and psych yourself into trying again 
while keeping the failures of the past at the back of your mind as reminders of what not to do again. That is, chow, that is mental strength. That is mental toughness right there. The ability to be able to bounce back from any setback. The fourth characteristic is self-worth. The ability to recognize your self-worth. Because how you see yourself plays a vital role in how you approach life. Do you see yourself as worthy, as valuable, as deserving? In order to assert mental toughness, you need to view yourself in a positive light. You need to view yourself in a favorable manner so that in the face of setbacks and failures, you do not in turn see yourself as a product of your shortcomings, but rather you are able to learn from your mistakes and bounce back. And lastly, number five, delayed gratification. Mm. I wanted to record... um a reel on this maybe I will but we'll see but number five is delayed gratification the realization that things take time and life is a process shows not only mental strength but mental maturity as well because as people we are wired to look for the easiest ways to do things it's it's scientific our brains are constantly forming new and shorter neurological pathways just so that it does not work as hard. Why do, we th- why do you think we formulate habits? Because our brains do not want to think hard. They don't want to work hard. They just want to do things quick and fast. And that is within us. We want the quickest and easiest option. But we need to learn to go against the grain and let process be. Do not try to look for shortcuts because you lack the patience and the strength to weigh things out. Impatience and looking to fast forward the process will only leave you desperate, anxious and miserable. Really, honestly, um, if you want to hear more on trusting the process, you can go listen to the episode titled Allowing Time. It was such a beautiful episode. Okay, 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 it's fine. Let's focus on today's episode. So, if you want to improve your mental strength, practice delayed gratification. Practice the act of waiting it out for greater yield and greater results. It is through delayed gratification that you beca- that you become um, a master and expert of not only your craft but your life as well. So the five characteristics that I just mentioned can either be testament to your mental strength or they can be ways to help you develop mental toughness. However, I do think that however I do think that they are a bit intense. Um, to be a starting point to your mental strength development. So these are more manageable ways to ease yourself into developing mental toughness. They are equally as hard though, the more that I think about it. So I only have two practical ways. The first one is skill acquisition. Learn a new skill. Trust me when I say (laughs) this will test your mental toughness And it will develop it because the act of learning a new skill, it will humble you. One thing for sure, it will humble you because first things first, 
you are new at this. It is a whole new territory. Number two, your brain is exposed to new stimuli, right? There is no backed up data to help you perform this skill faster or easier. So it's going to be a challenge not only for you, but for your brain as well. There is no shortcut to this. You will fail. You will have to start over again. You will fail and start over again. And that's what builds mental strength. That is what builds mental strength. And not only will it um, build mental strength, it will humble you, baby. It will humble your soul. And the second way is goal setting. <sighs> Guys, yo. And I don't mean vain goal setting. I mean actual meaningful goal setting where you set goals that you actually want to see through. Because when you want something so bad, it does not matter what comes your way because you will see it through. You will. You have to. You want to. So you need to push yourself. Even when you feel like, you know what, this is not for me. Push yourself. Unless you've given it your all, do not give up. Because that is also how you build mental toughness. If you want to hear more on practical ways, or if you want to learn more on um, practical ways to be mentally strong, baby girl, go to Google. <laughs> go to Google. Sir, go to Google. Read, guys. Please read. Learn to read and educate yourself. Um, because education does not have to be in the scope of formal education, um, like school, university, whatever. It can be in formal education where you just ask yourself questions and you look them up. That's what I do. But anyway, let's name the benefits of mental toughness. I'm not going to explain these. They are self-explanatory. And the first one is adaptability. When you are mentally tough, you're able to adapt to any situation. You are not afraid of change, but you see change as an opportunity to grow and an opportunity to adapt. The second benefit is resilience. You grow more resilient and you're able to persevere no matter what life throws at you. The third benefit is courage because you have this um, confidence in yourself that is not based on... Um, delusion but it is based on uh, experience and setbacks and being able to bounce back from those experience you then learn to be courageous as a person the fourth benefit is optimism then motivation then discipline then self-efficacy some of these things, not only are they benefits, but they are byproducts of mental toughness, like discipline. You are bound to be disciplined. You, I mean, it's part of mental toughness. It is part of what mental strength is. Yeah, yeah, that's that, guys. Um, wow, I feel like... Okay, let me not do that. So, as I close, life will proceed as it will whether you like it or not. Events will unfold as they should. But as long as your soul is attached to your body, you have utmost control 
over anything you experience. Controlling a sense of how you respond to those things and how you react to them. So, for my conclusion, I have a few words for you. (sighs) Never undermine the meaning of life. Rather, the meaning of your life. Work to attain self-actualization. Use every opportunity to learn and become an even better version of yourself. There is nothing as painful as unrealized potential. Don't sleep on yourself, sir. Do not sleep on yourself, me. So, that is it from me this morning. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and have learned something from it. Do not forget to rate and leave a review and follow the podcast on Instagram. Till next time, goodbye.